Hello there. You have stumbled upon the Terribly Vexed podcast. The fellas have been expecting you. Please prepare to have your mind blown squarely out of your ass. Be sure to set your motherfucker to receive. Enjoy the show. Recording, we are. Yeah. It's no. <clears throat> Wait, should I? Here's here, this is the real question. It's episode number twenty. It's the big two o. Should the horn be involved in the intro? I just I leave that up to you. I the horn is your department. All right. I'm just, you know what I'm just gonna have it. I'm gonna grab it. I'm just gonna have it here. When I say, and if I feel the need, if, it, if it's peppy enough, <laughs> I'll honk awful. it. It's so awful. All right. I'm I hate that fucking horn, I'm man. I'm probably going to do it. I really do. I really hate that fucking horn. I know, but it, I think the people love it. We're going to start getting comments about this, I swear. The comment will be, I love the horn. The horn is great. If, uh, <laughs> I, ever see any, if I ever see it, leave that comment anywhere on any one of our platforms that we have this uh, podcast up on, then I will concede. It's over. And say, yes, okay, you can keep the damn horn. Oh, okay. Forever and ever and use it every episode. I love it. All right. Go for it. Uh, Bring us in. Bring us in. Yep, guide us in. (laughs) Guide us in. I'm on a horn horn duty. Go. Horn. Yeah, it's only gonna be at the. It's only gonna be at the beginning. Then we're done. A fucking Han, man. Welcome back. Now I, I went out. Went too high. I it's heard all right. It. It's all right. Welcome back to the program, everyone. I'm your host, Josh Branson. With me is Justin Perlioni, and this is the terribly, terribly vexed podcast, episode twenty. Episode twenty. I gotta do it. Go ahead. That's it. And the horn's done. Welcome back, everyone. Hello. Josh? (sighs) We got a lot to talk about this episode. Yeah. Go ahead and tell everybody right now. It's going to be all over the place. This is going to be a a celebratory free-for-all, I think. That's what I'm going to call it. That we've made it this far. (laughs) Yeah. In in not not that long a time. Right. Yeah, I guess all things considered, yeah. We've we've kind of... uh, you know, for I, just yeah, I was kind of joking. It's been too long for twenty <laughs> episodes. Yeah, eking it out. Yeah, but I think that's better. There's and, been a lot going on. There's been a lot happening. Yeah, okay? especially recently. Yeah, yeah. The loss of loved ones, depression, alcoholism. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, not quite yet. Kind of goes on uh, anyway. I guess. Yeah, it's ongoing. It was like starting, but. A handle's getting held on it, right? Like you're getting... Are mine or yours? I mean, I feel like mine, my alcohol consumption has gone way down. You've got it under control. For for the time being, I think so. You just sort of dip in and out every once in a yeah, while. Yeah, I believe they call that binge drinking, but I'm not sure. Man, I guess that would kind of be like, uh, you know, you just have little windows of time where you kind of go into it. You kind of... Mm-hmm. Climb into the old bottle there, huh? Every couple months, I take a week or two off of sobriety. And I, <laughs> it's, it's difficult. I delve deep. 
And uh, like I was talking to somebody about this, uh, my little, my current uh, state and uh, <laughs> my, these episodes I've been having, you know, so like young Jackie, my, my dog passed away two months ago, almost two months ago now. And uh, I've been drinking quite a bit the past two months, but it really started when we got the cancer diagnosis. So we're probably five, six months into this thing. So I've been medicating yeah. myself appropriately. Um, as I say, uh, you know, Dr. Pacifico, uh, yeah. Alcohol University. Yeah, yeah. I hate that. I'm sorry. But it I mean, works better in a text. When, I agree. When you're drunk. <laughs> when people yeah. ask, yeah, yeah, if you're seeing anybody. Because they have counselors for this sort of thing, you know, because it's, it's brutal. Yeah. And that's what I was like, you know, telling people like, you know, oh, Josh's dog died. And they're like, oh, that sucks. I'm like, nah, this wasn't just like a dog. This is like his best bud. It's not like... Like, I've had, I've told you this, I had dogs growing up. They were just there. You know, they were just at the house. You actually, like, took your dog places and did stuff with them. Tons of, tons of trips, hiking. Yeah. uh, Lots of road trips, you know. Mm -hmm. Went to Maine. Was going to go up uh, to, like, uh, Montana. That was that first time within a couple of years of getting him. I didn't know how bad, I'd never had a dog before, so I didn't know how dogs, they react poorly on long road trips, but that's normal. And you just have to kind of get through that, you know, sort of initial first window of them, like not eating, not going to the bathroom and stuff. I remember I didn't know that. I thought he was dying then. Yeah. Is that that one trip that you had to turn around? Kansas city, Missouri. Yeah. yeah. Turn around in Kansas city, Kansas city. Yeah. We stayed the night at a campground over there and then I made our way back Yeah, because I thought he was dying. He was not eating. He wasn't doing anything that was, he was not himself. And then as soon as you got back on home soil, crushed crossed the state line back into Tennessee and he took yeah. a big shit. And then he was fine. And then he was completely fine. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just the way they do. And yeah. come to find out later, that's just how dogs do uh, on kind of long road trips. So for yeah. a future reference. But then later on, you know, I've, I've seen the pictures of him. He had his own little, little bed there. He's riding. He's a happy camper. Absolutely. And he was loving it. Yeah, because then, like I said, we did Maine, and that was like a 6,000-mile round trip. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. he loved it. Everything was fine. Yeah, You just got to stop more, you know? You just got to, you know, pull off and let him get out and stretch his legs. Yeah, there you go. And we did. Now, you figured uh, he would have liked crossing the border, considering he's a border collie. That's good. That's really good. I just came up with that. It's nice. You didn't write that down. It's not. Nope, here. not in my joke notes. This that's uh, <laughs> prepared. Yeah. Nope. That was just right off the cuff. Uh. So this maybe kind of sort of segues into uh, when a bitch and complain about cancer and cancer treatments. Yeah. We want to go right into that. Yeah, I think so. Because <laughs> during the whole course of, you know, Jack's diagnosis and cancer, chemo and all yeah. that, you became like a little oncologist. Well, you uh, you don't really know you don't know anything about it, right? So you, you know? want to learn as much as you can, right? As Fraser Crane once said, "Knowledge is your ally." I didn't know what chemotherapy was exactly. It's right. a chemical they're putting into an IV and then putting into you or your dog or whomever. Yeah, and uh, I didn't know how it was even made or produced. I still don't. Would you like to know? I would love to know. It's uh, it's produced from. The spores in bacteria, like from soil, is what, uh, which is pretty crazy to think about. And while I appreciate the technology 
the the science behind that because I guess to some degree chemo does help some people and probably yeah. helps some animals. Everybody's different. They're going to respond differently to it. Mm-hmm. You know, he, from the point of diagnosis and, you know, the amputation and then the chemo treatment, what was he lasted probably about three months something yeah initially yeah. they told us six to six months to a year so i don't know in his case that it actually it it may have done a little good it may have provided him a little more time but for the most part it didn't really didn't seem really. to do anything right and i don't know did you talk about it on the podcast still he had a his uh, leg briefly yeah i, I think i okay. mentioned just a little bit of it i wasn't really in any good mental state to talk about right, it while right. while it was happening. I'm not really in a good mental state to talk about it now, but I think it needs to be talked about, which is why we're doing it today. Yeah. Cuz we're going to be talking think, about just all kinds of stuff and why not? Right. I think this is sort of cathartic too, right? And it's getting it out. A little bit, you know. Yeah. I'm complaining most of the time to people, yeah. so just the way everything kind of went down, you know. Right. What could I have done differently? What shouldn't I have done? Where we sold false hopes and dreams that he was going to last a year. You know, if I were to tell somebody, if if somebody was to have a a pet, and I, I don't even really like calling him a pet. It doesn't seem yeah. right. It's not it's not appropriate. It's not even right. like it's just ridiculous. I mean, some people look at it like that. It's just a dog, a yeah. cat, whatever. Yeah. But then the situation of a dog. They had leg cancer, which is what he had, which is not uncommon. And it seems like it's getting more common as I read about it. Uh, I don't know if I would tell people to even bother with chemo, honestly. So Just don't even do it. Uh, you know. But like you said, though, it helps certain cases. Yeah. Which and I did S- a little bit of research here. Supposedly it does. Yeah. But That's what they were saying, like each each case of cancer... Is, is it's always a little different. There's no blanket uh, Which is treatment what's frustrating it. about it that right. they haven't been able to, because they essentially know what it is about your cells that's causing them to mutate, you know. Yeah. They've kind of have an idea of why. I mean, they don't know why. Why all of a sudden? There's. I was reading like, you know, what could have caused his leg cancer? It could have been something environmental. Was it something... Um, was it an injury, perhaps, that he sustained and the cells began to, you know, heal and replicate and mutate that way? I mean, I know he's like 13. Something's going to get you, mm-hmm. like I've said to you before. But like, you know, I don't know. It just seems like they should have this shit figured out by now. It's very frustrating. And of course, the way we had his situation going, it was just uphill you know, it was peaks and valleys all the time. We'd have great news one day. In fact, the day before he got the the real bad news that had spread to his spine, uh, you know, we got a, all clear. We got an x-ray that day and yeah. blood work and everything was all clear. That's what you were saying. The x-ray didn't really show what was really there, though. Is that what you said? Or something like that? Yeah, x-rays are like 125 bucks. Yeah. X-rays are 100, over 100-year-old technology. Yeah. Now they do CT scans. And with a CT scan, which is what they did the next day, they discovered that it was all over his spine and moving into his lungs and just yeah. so CT is where it's at really if you want to yeah but they're twelve thirteen hundred bucks right. a piece right so and they know that right and there's a be. reason think about the CT scan too it's a digital scan it's it's is it really 
yeah, it's it's a digital, you know. Essentially, they I think they have to knock them out and put them into a that sort of thing that you know. Oh, the big th- the, the big, big machine yeah. thing, and you can basically just like scroll through their body like three dimensional sort of a thing, and it's very detailed. And I thought that was a d- okay. All right, yeah. MRI. Yeah. Essentially the I same thing, the same I guess. Thing, right? That's the it next level up. Yeah. I think there's like X ray, C T and then MRI okay. is the next one up. You ever had one of those? MRI? Yeah. I think so. Gone in the in the tube? I so, think so, yeah. yeah. I was trying to think I had something, some digestive issues years ago, and I think I got one for that. I think they were looking inside. I could be wrong. I had to drink some liquid, is that right? Is that the I don't know. Where they look at the uh or uh, there's a word for I forgot I can't it's think of the name so of it. It's been so long. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's literally been like 15 years or something since yeah. I did that. But I know what you mean though. Uh, anyway. Yeah. Have you ever seen one of those machines without the, the case on it? It's a very complex. It's piece incredible. Of machinery. It looks like <laughs> it's like Stargate. Yeah. It looks like a Stargate machine. Yeah, it really does. About to create a portal. But then you're in there and it's noisy in that. You know, it's that weird. Had this, I, you know, I got this stupid ring on. They they let me leave it on when I went in there. My whole finger was like vibrating because it, it was just pelting this. I don't think you're supposed to have metal, metal on you, but they didn't care. It's, it's magnet, it's magnetized. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty cool feeling, but also kind of scary. I would think so. Yeah. Yeah, so anyway, I don't know. It was the whole thing, the whole process. You just, you've really got to get comfortable with the idea that once they discover it, it's... right. And we weren't, he was doing so well up until that one day when he wasn't, you know, even though he's had, he'd had his leg amputated and stuff. Yeah. He so, was, I mean, yeah, he, he did pretty good with the amputation though. He really did. Yeah. He up was until here, that day like, when he just literally could not walk anymore. Yeah. And that was like somebody had flipped a switch. Yeah. You know, that week previous to that, he had had his latest round of chemo and um, again, you know, just talking about the chemo, it's. This this chemo that he had is, and they they give it to people now, sixty seventy years old. It's yeah. ancient. This stuff was developed, I think, approved by the FDA in the early to mid seventies, and then. But that means it was developed years before. So yeah. it's like you think of the just the tons of money that oh, they yeah. have. Uh, we're not. I mean, it's not like cancer is like an obscure way to die. <laughs> no. Everybody's dying of cancer. People are getting cancer all the time. Yeah. I mean, I've I've heard that prostate cancer, if you live long enough, you will get it. Like that's just it's going to happen. You are going to, yeah. Which I just went to, listen to this. You know, my dad has all that stuff going on. So I talked to my doctor a couple of weeks ago about getting the old prostate exam, which right. is just a blood test now. Yes. But uh he said now if they even if there's like any if there's like a little polyp on it, they just go ahead and rip it out, and they have pills that can regulate whatever the prostate regulates now. So just to knock it, you can be like in your mid thirties if there's an issue, eh, just go ahead and take that joker out. Nobody needs it really. We got pills for that now. So what do you? So what if you do if you, if you didn't take the pills or? Oh, I, I don't know. I know what does it, it regulate? I know it does know something with your. Why do we know uh, more about our own bodies, Justin? I, yeah, it's boring. Yeah, until there's boring. a problem. Yeah, then you're like all about it. Yeah, exactly. Trying to figure out what's going on with it. But I know, like the prostate has something to do with like your your stream, your urinary stream, and the oomph in your. You know what I'm saying? Your ejaculate. Yes. Gotcha. 
but other than that, I'm not really sure what it causes cancer, what it kills does. you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ass cancer, prostate cancer. Yeah, it's bad. Colon cancer, Kirstie Alley. That's Ass what got cancer. her. Isn't that crazy? Even though she's your Scientologist, was a Scientologist. Was was she still? I think so. Huh. I think that was the whole thing. I you know heard something about. You know, I guess they say cancer's a byproduct of Scientology of of trauma. No, 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 <laughs> some type of trauma or yeah, something like that. Sorry, no, man. I'm with you. What was that? What was that noise? I think it was the coffee maker. Ah, I think I drinking coffee, trying to stay awake here. Yep. yep. Uh so you know, chemotherapy. I could. Go off on a little rant. I could complain a little bit because there were there were some hiccups in the road there. Yeah. When we were dealing with the whole, I'm not going to name any names as far as what you know hospitals we were using. People know where we're located. The best of the best, though. Yeah. So you're talking yeah. top tier stuff. Yeah. Certainly quick to take that money, but um, yeah. you know, I don't know. Do they give you kind of like? They they kind of they I their heart is in the right place and I'm sure they probably sort of have to straddle the line of like we have to give them hope because ultimately having a positive outlook on this thing is going to be better for everybody. Right. It's just you, either way if you you know if you die tomorrow if you've got cancer you're going to do better with a po- positive outlook so there is that side of things. Right. And then there's like the part where you wonder, like, are they just milking us for money? Because mm-hmm. this was incredibly expensive to go through this process. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. You know, you're just like, which one was it? Was it a little of both, maybe? I don't know. You know? And you'll never it's know. A, it's a nice mix. 50-50, I think. Yeah, and it's, it's even least. more. And all of this is, you know, compounded by the fact it's frustrating that he was in otherwise perfect health um and you know he had what they assumed was what could have been anyway and perhaps we caught caught it sooner was he did have some arthritis which most dogs get in their older age but he was still we were doing like i've told you before 10 to 12 miles a week yeah so um we were hiking every night it's like i told you last night i went out to those trails you know and Mm -hmm. hiked one of the trails that we went on yeah cried the whole way anyway damn woman yeah, yeah, yeah. She didn't know she was trying to be nice and yeah. What she say? They were you were passing her on the trail. She said, "Oh, you're supposed to have a dog, right?" And that what? It... Yeah, she yeah. had. Uh, it looked like her. I guess maybe her husband, a friend, or something. They had a couple of Australian shepherds running yeah. about, yeah. throwing their little uh, doggy discs, and they were catching them. And uh, she, we made eye contact, and she said something to the effect of, "Don't you know you're supposed to have a dog out here with you?" Yeah. And uh, my lips started quivering, and it's uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like, well, up until two months ago. Yeah, yeah, and that's what I was saying. Though that's just that's the universe just it, twisting it, the knife a bit, like that. Like I, like I said, singles you out. It really, yeah. really if, pisses you off. If Jack was there with you, that woman would not exist. I don't think. No, she wouldn't. Have. She wouldn't even have been there. Yeah. Yeah. You just think of the amount of I, I I didn't talk to anybody else that night, but you just think of the. Uh, as that day went along, me the deciding that I was going to go get something to eat beforehand and then drive down there, which was really just on a whim. Yeah. And just happened to meet this lady when there was probably eight people in what, you know, 
amounted to about five miles of trails. And I just happened to meet this lady. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> she, how it works. Yeah, you think about all that stuff. You're like, yeah, all right, well, fuck you, universe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or whatever is uh, marionetting, uh, you know, puppeteering this thing. Yeah. And uh, wreaking havoc on us. Anyway, a divine power. That's uh, kind of an asshole. Yeah. I mean, but you'd think. Kids with cancer. That's a good one. I like that one. You're born with it. So you go right into suffering. <laughs> yeah. You don't even get like a life. Yeah. You see? You Awful. don't get like 30, 40, 50, 60 years to enjoy like a normal healthy life before yeah. you get your cancer. And it uh, chews you up and spits you out. Yeah. No, you get it right from birth. Right. Yeah. But then the good. I good guess call. The only good thing Sorry about, about that. that. It's all right. I'll turn it down. Only good thing about that is. They don't know what they're missing. You know what I mean? Like they they never know what it you know what's going on. It's just kind of all right. I mean, not that that's good, but you know what I mean. It's like that is one way of looking. Kind at of it. a better way to think. I don't know. I don't know. But then again, what are they missing? Going to work at a job you fucking hate every day, and you wake up and you're a little upset. You woke up and then and then getting a dog one day and having your dog. Yeah. Watching him. Yeah. Yeah. Ravished by cancer. <laughs> Yeah, and then it's just existence. You know, it's we're not long for this world, Justin. And when we are here, it's you know, yeah, it's pretty miserable. And then we spend a lot of our time reading up on this miserable shit, like uh, you know, conspiracy history. You know, yeah, dark. Th- what we were just talking about before we started here, Operation, Operation uh, Condor, Condor. Yeah, which uh, you know, since we're here talking about a bunch of different things today. That was a little operation the CIA ran in um, conjunction with some other paramilitary groups in South America. I don't know if listeners are perhaps familiar with that one. Killed between, what, 60, 80, 100,000 people. One of their, I guess, I wish you'd say famous, one of their fun little popular ways of killing people were taking aircraft full of people up. I guess they were hogtied, and they would throw them out over the Amazon rainforest, over the jungle, alive. Yeah, that's what I was saying, like that. Read up on Operation Condor, listeners. It was a um, really it was started. Uh, it was Operation Phoenix was the one that it kind of came from. They used the same sort of premise, the same sort of little battle plan that they used in Vietnam. That's where that took place. That's where Operation Phoenix was the start. And then when it went to South America, you know, they changed it to Operation Condor. Point is, they so, well, that's like a native species there. So that's right. It yeah. is. Yeah. That is Keep a good it point regional. to bring up. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this, this now, just going back, thing. though, to being hogtied while f- plummeting from a plane. Let's talk about earlier. I think that yeah, makes yeah, yeah. it at least seven to ten times more scary falling out of a plane. With If you have no... You can't flail? You can't even try to even pretend like you can Put stop. Put your arms your, out? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That it's, 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 it seems terrifying. But... They say I've heard if you're good, if you're falling to your death, you die from a heart attack before you hit the ground. I don't know if I believe that at all, but you would hope so. I know, but you've heard that. Then you, but then you like people that jump from uh, probably not though. Yeah, the what's the Golden they, Gate? Golden Gate. They live and they like they didn't have a heart attack. No, a couple but lived. That's not, maybe that's not far enough. I mean, what is it? A hundred and something feet. Well, yeah, but a lot of people, you know, you ever been to San Francisco? Yeah, a couple times. You got across Worst the bridge? place I've ever been. I hate it. 
Way too crowded. Did you walk across the Golden Gate? We drove across it multiple times. And then I went to go into the Fisherman's Wharf. Yeah. Down there. The piers. 60 bucks to park. I just, right. We just turned around and let, we left the city. Did we you go fled to the city. Alcatraz? No, you see it there. We were just kind of driving through. There. I've been once, and this was in 2011. To Alcatraz? San Francisco. San Francisco, okay. And we did go to Alcatraz while we were there. Um, but it was really nice when I visited. What really? year did you, just curious here, uh, this has nothing to do with anything. 15, I think. It was nice when I was there. It was, you know those movies, it's always in the 80s. I'm thinking of the intro to Captain Ron specifically, where Martin Short's walking, it's like shoulder to shoulder, the cars can't even get through. That's what it was like when we were there. Jam-packed, full of people. Huh. Like worse, I, I don't like big cities because they're always crowded, but this was like... I'm trying to think what time of year I was there. I don't recall. November, maybe? Yeah. But it was know. still warm. It wasn't... Yeah. Because we'd gone up to the Redwoods and spent, you know, four or five days up there and then came down. Yeah. I had a family friend that lived in Ukiah, and we went to San Francisco one time. That was probably like late 90s. Yeah. I was a youngster then, but that was kind of cool because I didn't drive. I didn't have to deal with anything. You know, I was just... Of course, I don't know what it's like now. I don't know if it's, uh, you know, if there's know. a large homeless population that could sort of hinder your... Uh... I mean, I don't see how there couldn't be. I don't see how that many people live there. It's insane. And it's extremely expensive. I think it's the most expensive. I think so. I mean, it, it's, I got to say, it's beautiful. It, it is looks, pretty. It looks great, but yeah, I wouldn't like it. Again, unless perhaps if I was, you know, an Elon Musk that could live at the top of a building high above the filth, the, the filth, yeah, then, yeah. I, then I might like it. But, uh, yeah. Far away from all the peasants. Yep. The peasantry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You let somebody else go to the store for you. you, you yeah, he doesn't have to do any of those things for himself, yeah. like a common man. Right, right. Or woman, or whatever. Yeah. You you <laughs> hella chopped her your way off out of the... You never even touched the street. Yeah, he's You're, always yeah. private jetting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Nine-minute flights and stuff like that. It's... Uh, yeah. Somebody's tracking his flights on Twitter or something like that. Every time he took a flight, he yeah. pissed about it. I think he got rid of it. I think so he shut it off, yeah. Part of the thing that's been going yeah. on with Twitter. I got it's that. Mad. It's one of my notes here. I just saw that this morning. What's that? He uh, did a Twitter poll. Oh, yeah. The CEO not, thing, if he, he wanted to be the <laughs> step down. Yeah. There over 17.5 million people participated, and over half voted for him to funk off. But, I, I, again, I don't understand why. I, I don't get why he's reinstating people. You want to talk about Elon for a sec? Sure. We're bouncing around here. Yeah. Uh, Elon, like all billionaires, they're, um, this gets us back on track, back on the conspiracy uh, theory track, but it's not really conspiracy theory. I mean, hell, you can see him with uh, you know military officials and stuff on his wiki page. Yeah. He's just a defense contractor, right. in, case, in case people didn't know. But a lot of people don't. They just, uh, I mean, they're selling the image of Tony Stark. Right. So it's, it's a bullshit image. But I, again, I'm going back to the, isn't, to me, it's obvious. Like, and I don't, I have no problem with it. Somebody's got to do what, it. What's obvious? The fact that he's working with the military and all that. Like Starlink. Right. Like that. I think that's just to bring you, yeah. Uh, yeah. What the hell? 
yeah, yeah Ukraine was a perfect test run. That's what they were doing. Yeah, yeah they were using it, was, it over there. Yeah, but he it was it was sold as like he gave everybody free internet. I know it's awesome. Which it's awesome that that works, but also what else are they doing with Starlink? Come on, it's like got Austin Powers, Everything. James Bond, evil plan to. to the globe and, and what's his like uh, Neuralink thing that that brain now yeah. it, they're presenting it to people as it's supposed to help you know um, I guess if you're paralyzed right that's going to be one of the things that it takes care of I'm not completely familiar with Neuralink and stuff like that but there's been like I don't know how many thousands of animals uh through the animal trials that they've been using this thing have died at yeah. least 1500 i think i saw or something yeah. like that and i think he had some sort i don't know if somebody was like going i saw it on twitter or somebody was going to uh i don't know bring up some charges or try to take him to court over the 14 or 1500 animals that he's killed right. various right. animals too we're not talking just like I don't know if it's like I don't know if they're beagles they use beagles a lot for various yeah. testing things but this was like pigs and yeah which, again, I don't like it. I hate animal cruelty more than people cruelty. I think. Yeah. But it's a it's a necessary evil. Unfortunately, you don't believe that for one fucking second. I, I know you don't. I one hundred percent believe it. I hate it. No, you don't. But I, what do you mean? I know you don't because you like animals. I love animals more than people. And this is ultimately supposed to go and help people. And who right. gives a shit? <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. But also, if you got to go through all this to kill. Yeah, but, but I mean, it's somebody. It's again, it's going to happen eventually. And plus, he doesn't invent any of this shit. He does right. buys right. companies. He bought Tesla. He buys all these things. He yeah. bought PayPal. I, he he started PayPal. Did he start it or did he? I think that's how he got it. He started PayPal, sold it. See, there was something before PayPal, though. Oh, I don't know. There was something before PayPal, and I think it either became PayPal. I don't I quite be... recall. He's not. He's not. He's like you said. He's like. Uh, What's his name? Steve Jobs? Yeah. He doesn't... He's a salesman. And he's being utilized as a salesman to sell things, right? Like, I think Tesla was started with, you know, how many six billion... You know, it was subsidized, basically. It was all taxpayer money. Yeah. Then he bought it. What's that? And he, then he did... But it was for, Wasn't it two guys that founded Tesla? Yeah, it was two guys that yeah. started Tesla. And, yeah. you know, he took it to where it is now. But yeah. right. who's to say if those guys had had it, if it would be what it is today? I don't know. But I think the thing that Elon does is make stuff seem cool as far as Tesla. Right. Like I told you the other day, that car, that Tesla that was parked at work, I got out of my car, parked next to a Tesla. And I looked inside the big screen. It said sentry mode activated. And it was like this red eyeball just staring at me. It followed me as I walked around the car. That's just, it's pointless, but it's kind of cool. It is dumb. It's kind of cool, though. I just don't, uh, you know, people don't need to trust these guys or gals. It was like that Theranos goofball, right? She was just indicted, right? Or was she? No, she was sentenced, right? To like, what, 11, 12 years? She had the Theranos company. You familiar with that? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean she it. was just a liar. She was just a fucking liar. And she just made up a bunch of stuff about this machine that was supposed to, I guess, put a drop of blood in it and it will tell you everything that's wrong with you. Well, she was sending the blood off, I guess, to have it tested at various labs. And then she was 
throwing it back in the machine, their shit machine that didn't work, and passing it <laughs> off as if that their machine had done it. But she had stolen, I guess, from investors billions yeah, of dollars okay. or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, so, yeah. I'm not saying that's what Elon Musk is. He's producing a product that works to some degree. Yeah. Uh, but you talk about like you know NASA has kind of gone to the wayside, so now it's all I SpaceX, yeah. right? This is just an extension of the military. These are still just government agencies. I don't know if people really kiss his ass and think he's Tony Stark. If they do, they're fucking stupid. Okay, you just you don't need to trust these people because they don't give a shit about you. I'm pointing to you and myself and everybody that's listening. Don't be fooled by these con men, okay? I think Elon Musk is a fucking creep. And, uh, you know, what's his deal with, like, you know, knocking up all these gals and, like, wanting to have a bunch of babies? And his bullshit about population decline. I mean, this guy is pulling this stuff out of his ass, out of his pale alabaster ass. <laughs> Has he ever been to San Francisco? <laughs> Doesn't he live there? Oh, I don't know. Where were you saying he actually does live? I was just using him as an example. He talks about it all the time. Oh, is is his thing close to Sandy Franny? Something is. I think something is. Okay. One of his, you know, the boring company. Which that one, again, I like the idea of that, but I don't think that doesn't make a lot of sense in the long run, I don't think. Tunnels. Tunnels, Tunnels are going to solve uh, all our problems. Yeah. But so is the Neuralink thing. To me, that's like, all right, That's I don't really take that one as seriously as... It's like, was this, wasn't this shit being done before... I mean, wasn't it to some degree being done before? Which one are we talking about here? Any of this stuff. Yeah. Why all of a sudden, like, they had a... There's a fucking documentary on uh, electric car. What? Who killed the electric kill, car? Yeah, 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 it was a GM product that came out in, what, the early to mid-90s? Yeah. It's, well, if they wanted an electric car, they're going to put one out. Ta I was I was listening to an Art Bell show from 97, I believe. God rest his soul. I love the man. Yep. Just I discovered that thing you showed me, the Art Bell... Uh, what have you? The archive there. Oh, and the the Apple podcast. The pod, yeah. It's just people. Somebody's you know created a station and they just put up his old episodes, yeah, full it, episodes. Yep, it's the Art Bell. Just look up Art Bell Tape Vault, and this is great. This is from October twenty first, nineteen ninety seven, with the Weird People contest. But before that, <laughs> he was open lines. This, if you think you're weird, just call in. That guess, guy was so brave because I've listened yeah. to so many episodes. And he literally just sits there with open lines and lets anybody, I want to do that. Yeah. I wish we had that capability. We don't yet. Maybe we we'll will someday. There. Well, this one, he it, he was like going to be a guest judge on some TV thing. I forgot what what channel or whatever, but it was to find the weirdest person in America. And then he's like, I'm going to steal their idea tonight. So it's open. If you think you're weird in any way, just go ahead and call in. Because we're going to get all kinds of stuff because people have different definitions of weird, for sure. And what's good about like uh, his when he had, when he does do open lines, I've listened to again quite a few of his episodes. Um, he, as often as he dealt with this material, which was every day for decades, it, it's it, it one of the best things is when somebody calls in. And he doesn't know what the fuck to do with them. Yeah. <laughs> when yeah. Art Bell yeah. does not know what to do with yeah. whatever it is this person's saying, and yeah. he's totally flummoxed. That is one of the greatest things I've, I've ever heard. Yeah. Yeah. He was the shit, for sure. Yeah. But he was talking about, just real quick, going back to the electric car, he was talking about how he would bet his money 
on uh, you know, big oil and all that. They're going to wait to the last minute, right before we run out of oil completely. Then the electric cars are going to be everywhere. Like every company is going to have one. But he was he was saying like they're going to get every last drop they can. Yeah, of I mean, oil and money, and then switch over. It's all about the money. So it's all yeah. the financial incentive. Yeah. I was just seeing something uh, recently. It looked like somebody had just pulled their phone out and was getting some video of something going on in Africa right now. They're trying to secure, I guess, mining rights. It was one of our representatives, one of our fucking criminals, you know. Yeah. I can't remember what the guy's name was. But he was sitting at a uh, like a conference table, and it was a bunch of different, I guess, presidents that our CIA had probably put in place, like in Congo and Zambia. Did you see that? No. Uh, Speaking of mining, though, the only thing I like to mine is my own business. <laughs> Go ahead. It's nice. Sorry. Is that in your notes? That's got to nope, be in there. That was again off the cuff. Wow. Yeah. See, you you have that ability. You are the funny man. Yeah, I'm this, trying. So. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm You're sorry. succeeding. No, uh, it was, um, you know, it's, it's it's all about, you know, just natural resources. It's about getting resources. Yeah. So I, I saw that recently. It was like, I think it was on Twitter probably. So you just, you wonder about like, because we've seen it throughout, you know, even the recent history, 50, 60 years ago. Mm-hmm. They like, uh, they need something, a company, a corporation uh, a multinational corporation needs some sort of resource or they need a country where there is like now with electric cars, I guess it's going to be like what cobalt or something like that. I'm not sure what it is for the production of these batteries. Lithium. But that's going to be the next big thing. So you'll see oh, all oh, of these. You. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what's going on right now. And the fact that these presidents or prime ministers, whatever they are in these countries, like over in the Congo and places like that, we put them in place, okay? So, because if they didn't, guess what? You're going to get a little civil unrest is going to come your way. A little democracy, maybe, right? That's no good. No. It's not good for anybody. So, they don't want that because right. it's going to be a fucking civil war over there. Yeah. And yep. so, they basically just show up and say, you know, with a little contract, you know, because a company said, we want to make batteries, People know. People should know this now, though. It's it's amazing that they don't. I don't know. Do they not know it? It's. I'm, I think, I'm I mean, confused by that. You mean you over know? there? Uh, anywhere, just in the world oh, in general. You know. I think most people do. It's one of those things that nobody talks about. And over there, it's like, what what can they do? Well, they can't do anything. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like they just have to let. They just have to live with it. I mean, we have just countless examples of this now. There's just a bit like. Uh, you know, we're just talking about like coups and stuff that we've, you know, in other countries or whatever. The one that comes to mind right now is like, uh, was it Guatemala in 54? William Blum, I think is his name. He's written a book on several of, uh, the whole book is basically just a, a technical, you know, it's like a, a, a resource for looking up all coup d'etats that have happened. He passed away a few years ago too, so he's not going to be privy to any of the newest ones. But, um, yeah. That's the point. It's that, you know, and that was the United Fruit Company. They just wanted bananas. Like, oh, we just want some property down, <laughs> some cheap property to grow bananas. Right, right. So, you know, we're going to kill your duly elected leader, put in our own guy who's going to get, you know, nice big fat payday. Yeah. 
and uh, then we get the country. So, to make this whole world's going bananas. That's why I say it's not conspiracy theory. We know these things now. It's conspiracy history. Conspiracy fact. Conspiracy fact. Right. Anyway. Yeah, I mean that's just part of it, I guess. Yeah. People, know. you know, it's just people. Human nature to do stuff like that. Be assholes. Yeah. Yeah. Really. I'm reading these it's, books, the Expanse series, and like the. Uh, long story short, a gate is open to a whole new universe. We land on one planet. We're already we start fighting about who gets what. It me like there's a, a whole other universe. And it doesn't matter that just, there's li- uh, limitless resources yeah, there. That's one of the things. It's like this is it's just people. This is, this is what we do. We just have to fight over everything. Well, you so. know, just imagine now. Here we are on this one planet with limited resources. Yep. Yep. You're talking about oil. Uh, you know, the electric car. They're waiting until the last drop of oil runs out when it's really becoming yep. scarce. Yep. Have we had that discussion before about? The, the abiotic theory of oil, that it's not a fossil fuel, that was just a term. Have you ever mentioned that? No. On the podcast? I don't think, excuse me, I don't think so. Uh, somebody was talking about it on Twitter a few days ago, and uh, I know I've mentioned Colonel Fletcher Prouty before. He's actually got a little brief, there's, an, there's a few interviews of his on YouTube that you can still find. Um why are you shaking your head over there? My pen went through the paper that I was doing on my oh, mouse pad. Shit. Yeah, go ahead, though. That's a bummer. That is a bummer. <laughs> um, a bi- I think it's, is it abiogenic, perhaps, is the term. I'm not looking anything up. I'm just going off the cuff here. I've read up on it a little bit. It's even got a little wiki page. And I would uh, suggest people go and scope that out for themselves. Basically, to summarize... Uh, it's that oil is not a limited, finite resource. It's something that the Earth produces. Oh, you're oh. like, what? This is all a big scam that they like to you know, create the idea that there's scarcity yeah. so that they can charge whatever they want to charge, which I think in large part we know now just by the way that they will you know, keep tankers off the coast and stuff like that. And yeah, it's filled. Turn turn down the, uh, the production, you know, at the... Yeah. Uh, Yep. refining uh, stations and places like that when they'll, you know, and they just, you know, can basically charge whatever they want to and they just stuff like that. But yeah, abiogenic, I think, is the term. Okay. You may want to read up on that, too. It's fascinating. That's what I was jotting down. Well, uh, he talks about some that. stuff and whatnot. In that interview. And uh, what was his name again? Uh, Colonel, Lieutenant Colonel Fletcher Prouty. He was in the military. Prouty. Okay. Yeah, he was in the Pentagon. And he's really mostly known for his. Uh, he was a consultant during for the JFK movie, uh, okay. But also, yeah, he was he wrote a book, wrote several books. I think one in particular that I may have mentioned or at least posted on Instagram, uh, the Secret Team. So he had a lot of to do with covert operations back in the fifties. Uh, so like before the CIA started, there was the OSS. Office of Strategic Services. Right. Then it became the CIA. Well, he was there at the very beginning of all that. He was actually a pilot like in World War II, flew presidents around. Of course, when he started talking about all this stuff later in life to people that wanted to know, they sort of began to try and discredit him a little bit there. 
And, uh, but he was, you know, they didn't let just anybody fly presidents around, you know? Right. right. And they don't just let anybody work in the Pentagon. And I think he was in the Pentagon for like nine years, I think he said, or something. But anyway, he just happens to mention because the interviewer, and I, I don't know when this interview was done, probably like early to mid 90s. He uh, just brings up the fact, he's like, what were you talking about fossil fuel? It's not fossil. It's not. And he goes into the specifics of, you know, how deep they drill. Yeah. Uh, which is, you know, 30,000 feet, 40,000 feet, right? He's like, what organic material? I said the deepest organic material we've ever found is like sixteen or 20,000 feet or something like that. Wow. So what okay. is it down there that they're they're pulling up, you know? Is it really uh, a finite material that's not just being produced by the earth right. all the time? So right. he, he talks he talks about the whole 1892, you know, Geneva Convention on Organic Nomenclature, which is where they tried to put terms to things. And, of course, the Rockefellers were involved with this because they, I don't know, they, they were using it as a lubricant before it became a fuel. Right. And the Rockefellers had railroads, and they were transporting it. Yeah. And then once the Industrial Revolution hit, it became a fuel. And then you could start putting a price tag. It's all history from there. Essentially, we're still living in the era of that, yeah, from what what happened then. So it could just be something that the Earth is naturally producing, and there is no limit to it. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Right, but if anybody could ever prove that. Exactly. But I guess that... You know, we would need, if you're trying to go down that far, you might end up getting into the hollow earth and stuff. And I don't want to get involved. I don't want to get all scientific, but uh, <laughs> right, the hollow earth. That's very scientific. Uh, yeah. Abiogenic oil. I've never heard of that, but I'm going to look into that because that is that's pretty interesting. The thought of that. I never thought about that either. Like you're going down that deep. Cause you always see it. You know, you got old Jed. He puts a pickaxe in the ground and oil, you know, I think it's right there. But if you're going down that deep for it, you tell should. me dead dinosaurs. Maybe we can post a link to that. That's what that's what I was jotting down there. That clip. Yeah. So people can watch that uh, interview with Fletch. Yeah. As he's uh, basically talking about that. He actually, he said it was from a book that sort of laid out that whole, and you can go online and read up on that 1892 uh, Geneva Convention, basically putting scientists over there that they were trying to name and categorize resources and things like that. Yeah. This was the beginning of, you know, the Industrial Revolution was happening. and So anyway, huh. it's it's pretty interesting. Yeah. And, you know, again, you're, if, they're tell, if they're telling us, powers that be, are telling us that the oil is finite, Given the fact they lie about everything else, you just wonder. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe that's bullshit too. Yeah, I can't remember. We said the the term fossil fuel came. It was basically categorized anything that had like you know carbon right. and nitrogen, right? Yeah, which is everything. Yeah. So yeah. generically, you can label it that, right? So anyway, yeah. I was always like as a, as a youngster. I remember being. Fossil fuels, it's like dead dinos, dead animals and dead dinosaurs. That's how they always, they try to make it interesting for, you know, youngsters. And you think, well, that seems like it's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. What about that? What was the guy's name with the water car? Do you remember that? He had a, he developed an engine that ran on water yeah, and, and he, then he, he got died. killed. Yeah. He, yeah. He got suicided <laughs> or killed. I don't know what, but you know what I mean? I think he did get suicided. Did he? 
because that would shut this whole thing down. Yeah. And I remember that video on the internet because I showed my dad. It was right when I started driving. My can little Ford Ranger. It. can still watch it. Still on there. Maybe. But he had this. He was selling it, though. Like selling this kit to convert your car. And I was like, Dad, I'm going to think about getting it. He's like, what are you, fucking idiot? He didn't say in those words, but that's what he was saying. So, you know. Right. I didn't do it. Long story short, I didn't do it. But it seemed, I mean, if that works, would you rather have an electric car or a water car? Think about that. A water. Would you? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> steampunk. Well, some steampunk car. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah, so anyway, it's... Um, yeah. I uh, got a whole four or five pages of notes there. That's what I was just looking at. Yeah, I got... I, I, I'm i rambling. I saw, Feel free to share with us here. Share with us all. I saw a headline today, posted today by Variety. You, I think you might find this interesting. That's why I have it right here. Okay. Amber Heard settled her defamation suit with Johnny Depp today. Nice. Settled. It's done. Really? So, just letting you know, she's she's no longer that busy. <laughs> if you want to go find her. She said that she lost faith in the American legal system. And this is... She left the country. Yeah. Yeah. And... Uh, Off the coast of Spain, I believe. She's, she said that her testimony became entertainment and social media fodder. All right. And my thought, when as soon as I read that, I was like, what did you think was going to happen? You're a celebrity. You shit in a bed. Did you hear about that? Yep. What, I mean, what What are you thinking? You know it's going to come out. You know you're a celebrity in the public eye. That's part of the job. I don't understand why people complain about that. Any press is good press? No, not necessarily, but, I mean, if you're going to bitch about it, don't get famous. Don't, don't be famous. Especially that. Like, Elon Musk guy, he's famous just because he's doing his thing. Elon Musk dated her. She, that's true. Full circle. Right she, back. Apparently she jumped right off Twitter when he uh, took it over, too. <laughs> this is just coming right around. Everything's connecting. Yeah. Wow. He's going to... Uh, be able to, whenever he wanted to, get up in them DMs and see what's who's she talking you to. You mean slide into the DMs, yeah. as they say? Well, I think it changed now. Just now. Wow. To what I just said. Just to get up in them DMs. Okay. <laughs> right. All right. All right. Yeah, that's it. That's, She's insane. That's, that's really all. I just, I just thought it was, you know, topical. And you like Amber Heard. You're a big fan. Oh, uh, well, she's. I find her attractive. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if she'd find me attractive. Look, don't say that. Look at yourself. Yeah, you're right. You're a handsome man. You're right. Yep, that stash. Yep, I got the stash. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's really, I mean, I got... Uh, Anything conspiracy theory related? This is what our niche in the podcast world is. Um, I mean, I have... Because all of my notes have to do with that. Well, we were talking... Well, I got some current events. What do you want from me? Oh, current events. This is our... In general... Well, and I we were talking about cancer. I've got some of those too. What do you got? I got another one. Go ahead. World Cup winner Argentina. How do you feel about that? I don't care. I know nobody cares. 
But check this out. Guys playing with balls. They were playing against, it was Argentina versus France. Okay. France lost. Gotcha. Argentina won. But this is a fun fact that I discovered while I was looking up the World Cup. You ready for this? Yeah. Um, Let's just say Denmark versus Sweden. Sweden versus Denmark, right? That's okay. how that's how that would be. On like the little the little score thing down there while you're watching the game. Yeah. It would be Sweden, right? Abbreviated S W E versus Denmark, abbreviated D E N. It would be Sweden. Right? And now this is where it gets really interesting. The letters left out would S W E D E N Sweden, D-E-N. Yeah. And Denmark, M-A-R-K. The letters left out spelled Denmark. Isn't that bonkers? That's bonkers. Yeah. That's just one of my notes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I thought people would find that interesting. That is that is very interesting. Isn't that crazy? Have, but, you, have you seen any of the, the footage of people in the streets with the, the parades and the... Yeah, I mean, and I don't... Argentina, like, there's, like, hundreds of thousands yeah. of people that have taken over. Yeah. And All I was, of the streets are completely covered with people. Yeah. I saw some drone footage of it. Uh, it. It really is insane what the World Cup does to people, what sports does. But the World Cup, it's huge. Everywhere but here, it seems. only people gave a shit about things that were just a little bit, mm -hmm. which they care about people kicking balls... Uh, and living vicariously through these idiots that kick balls. I mean, it's fun. Wouldn't it be nice if we could? You could change the world. People wouldn't be living in poverty. You wouldn't have people in power that are just monsters. Just you know, yeah, corrupt corruption. Just in and uh, running rampant. Yeah, corruption and uh, organized crime just running all of the all of the countries of the world. If people just cared about something other than just guys kicking balls around, but this is why we deserve everything that we get. That's horrible. Yeah, but at the same time, you need to get away from the stresses and strains oh, of yeah. everyday life. You right, know? So you right. need to watch those guys throw balls and kick balls because people spend so much time actually trying to change things. I don't know about you. Have you seen the? Uh, we're doing this podcast. I'm trying to. I'm doing my part, trying to change the world. <laughs> but have you, you've seen those people throwing fucking paint on those paintings and soup on the paintings and all that. It's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, I wonder like uh, who those like the organizations who runs and owns and funds those organizations. Those people may actually think they're doing something. That's what I'm saying. They got. They have to know, not even that deep down, really, that they're not doing anything. They're making themselves look like assholes is what they're doing. Maybe they don't know that. They got to. How can you not? Because people, Justin, are <laughs> easily, easily I, manipulated. Easily manipulated. Right. But I They're mean, working all overtime to, if, to if, jack with people. If you go to throw a can of Campbell's tomato on... The Mona Lisa. You you know that there's a piece of glass over the real painting. That's probably not even the real painting. Let's be honest. May not be. Yeah. I don't know. They're not causing any real damage. Old James Cromwell gluing his hand to the Starbucks counter because he didn't have fucking 
Some almond com- milk or whatever. <laughs> Oat milk. Yeah. Pointless. Well, they're confused. Maybe they're confused. And I love James Cromwell. Don't get me wrong. But that was a pointless. And, he, and he's too old to be doing that stuff. Those kind of stunts. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> what are you looking at? Sorry. What are you looking at? I'm looking at my different kinds of notes oh, here. Okay. What I was wanting to talk about as well. I mean, if we can go, we want to go back to cancer. I got some. <laughs> I got some fun facts about cancer. <laughs> Do we want to get those out of the way before we move forward? Nah, I mean, and we can. I mean, I I got them if you want, but you, you, uh, you might as well. I mean, this is why we're here, and today we're just going to let this puppy run. We're at about an hour. We're going to including keep on that well that part trucking. at the beginning, yeah. We're going to keep on trucking. Um, I think we'd all like to hear about some fun facts regarding. Gonna, okay. Uh, how many do you have, first off? One, two, three. Okay. <laughs> and then fourth is one. Oh, I'm wrong. We Five, six. Really approach. And my page is out of order. This podcast from two very different angles, and it's it's working great. Well, the fun facts <laughs> of cancer were supposed to show up during the cancer talk well we transitioned too quickly to yeah something we else. really just yeah we, we're rolling today yeah. sorry i just blasted again it's all right uh, i hate that though i gotta watch it i'm all i'm all caffeined up here and i'm awake surprisingly which is there you go which is good we're doing this on a monday yeah yeah yeah. it's yeah, different yeah. different um do you really want me to do these i think we all do okay well let's just get let's start right out with breast cancer Okay. It is 5 to 10% more common in the left breast. That's odd. And 10%, just in general, melanoma, skin cancer, is 10% more likely to be on the left side of the body. I wonder why that is. I don't know. Nobody knows. That's what, that's what it says here. Nobody knows why. And then I'm going to add, the Lord works in mysterious ways, does he not? <laughs> Yeah. Because what the hell? It's crazy. And also, going back to breast cancer, the first known description of cancer was breast cancer. From the Edwin Smith Papyrus, 1600 BC, they, listen to this, they removed it, right, with something called a fire drill. The Egypt, ancient Egyptian fire drill to remove a tumor. That's, talk that about God awful. Just remove the tumor or... Yeah, they removed it, uh, and the, but the papyrus also stated they had no treatment. There's no treatment for this. So I mean, I don't know. It just seems like if you're getting if you're getting the help from the aliens building pyramids, you, why not ask about cancer as well? While you're there, well, I mean, you might as well. Yeah. <laughs> so, think about that. I will. I will be thinking about that. Um, let's see what else I got here that's interesting. Some more fun facts about cancer. Yeah. There are more cases of skin cancer from tanning beds than there are lung cancer from smoking. So those things are about that? really good for your skin. 419,000, roughly, cases of skin cancer from tanning beds. And uh, roughly 236,000 lung cancer from smoking. Yeah, so like uh, everything... Everything causes it. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. And they're always finding new stuff that, you know. Let's say, I wonder with Jackie, like, what did we 
did we give him something that could have caused this? You know, you're always wondering. You're always, I mean, I've like racked my brain over the years trying to think, going through his, you know, we always did the best food we could possibly. But then you're like, oh, well, the, all the food's processed, you know, processed food. They tell us to stay away from it, but there aren't many options. You don't have many choices, you know. Yeah. I think it's of what thing. you can feed your pets or, you know, yeah. even us at this point, you know. Yeah. I think. I think cancer is just there. Like it's always going to be there. It's more prevalent now. Do you feel as if it's more prevalent in now in the present and just continues to get more? I mean, think about things like asbestos, asbestos, yeah, and uh, insulation. This was just common stuff. You know, lead and paint. Yeah. Uh, What like uh, I don't know. Was Teflon on pans? They're going to start removing Teflon if they not already have. Wonder why? Get the the pans that are you know the blacks all scraped and that's going somewhere. Right. what you know? What are they putting in drinking water? I mean, yeah. it gets into the whole like yeah. fluoride thing. Does that? Oh yeah. So everything is you know, just cause your little cells to just start mm-hmm. going haywire, and they're already fighting it constantly. I think. In my I, my I've, theory is there, it's constant battle against. Probably against have that. cancer right now. Right. Right, and then but we just increase the odds by you know. Environmental, all that stuff. Yeah, environmental yeah. problems, breathing stuff, eating stuff. But you don't like uh, it. Can your body can handle it? It can deal with it, um, and for a certain amount of time, right? I think. And then while you're healthy, it's gonna. Yeah, I guess you get I, older. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, we're talking it out here. We're trying a doctor. To, maybe so. we could, uh, and that kind of goes into just as we're talking here before we completely move on just that uh you know this is episode 20 for future episodes we were going to try and get more interviews yep with professionals yeah i don't know yeah. if we could get anybody our little baby podcast here we've gotten a few people and we're happy about it uh, I mean, I have an email. Should I tease, like, possible, who could possibly be interviewed by us in the future? Yep. I got an email out to Dr. Brooks Agnew. So, look forward to that, people. You want to tell everybody in case They're, they... You don't think everybody just knows that name? <laughs> it's not a household name? All right. He's the guy that's tried to get the Hollow Earth expedition going, you know? Right. Yeah. He had so, a... Was it a GoFundMe or something he started? Oh, yeah. And if how, you go to how much our, was he needing? How much money was he supposed to? Uh, I don't recall off the top of my head, but he was needing what millions or no, hundreds of thousands, a couple hundred thousands. Because he had to get a boat, and he was going to do social media <laughs> updates every day. And you emailed him. He he's not responded. Not yet. I emailed his people, probably. And let's face it, <laughs> got, you his know. people. Yeah. yeah, my people. Yeah. And have our people talk to his people. Yeah. And then, but what uh, a joke! So, hey, you never know, man. Casey's listening. I am a fan, because like I said, what's I mean, he? What's he do? Like, what's he doing now? Uh, when you well, say you're a fan, does he have like? Does he well, write books? Well, does he have a TV program? He started his own electric car company in North Carolina. I forgot the name of it. Oh, so, okay, but it didn't really look as well. It didn't look as nice as a Tesla. That's for sure. It looked like a Ford Ranger body. With was it was like the a, it was the like, prototype. It was blue and, it, and a weird yeah. Was it like three wheels or something? No, no, it was a four wheeler. <laughs> I thought it just was looked odd. One wheel in the front. Yeah, and he was like some one tire. He's like an Air Force doctor of something. Or, I don't know. He, I, I forgot exactly. It's been a while since you know. I so if we could get him, career, but talk to us about the. Um, if we get him, I 
can almost guarantee we'll be pushing Joe Rogan numbers. <laughs> probably so, so. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, you know, I just wanted to bring that up. And you probably have some more fun, I don't know if they're fun, cancer trivia. I just wanted to say that we are going to try and get more interviews mm -hmm. for the future. Yeah. And uh, would like to talk to some professionals. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I don't know if I, I think we talked about it. I don't know if we mentioned podcast. Uh, with, I had a little connection to a couple of physicists. Yeah, which would be awesome. Talk some space shit. One of whom is Australian? Uh, yeah, one's Australian, yeah. one's a Brit. Essentially the same thing. Okay, they both have accents that make them sound extra smart. Oh, it would be good. Perfect. It would be great for us. It would bring our legitimacy up quite a bit, I think. Yeah. If we could get some, some good accents on here. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. And, Brooks uh, Agnes, he's from North Carolina, doesn't have an accent. That's, yeah, not like what we're... Not a British accent or anything, but yeah. Uh, so you know, try and get some more. I would like to get some authors. Uh, yeah, there's some unattainable. I think at this at this juncture, at 20 episodes uh, produced, I think it's unattainable. Some of the authors I would like to get. Um, I've never contacted them. Perhaps I could and just say, hey, you never know. Would you like to do our stupid podcast? Yeah. We have questions. I did, I did contact Peter Kane. Are you familiar with him? And nope. The dog training guy that's on Peter Kane dog training on YouTube, but he has that whole uh, nope. uh, Bigfoot series. that he The Bigfoot was in his yard and stuff like that. He's a Bigfoot guy. Well... I would highly recommend everybody to go check out Peter Kane Dog Training on YouTube. Can you talk about this for one second while I go and get a little more coffee? Let's just take a little break, Ski. No, 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 no. You just talk. Okay. What you're talking about oh, right now. Okay. And I'm going to get refill the cup. Sounds good. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Right. Yeah. Peter Kane Dog Training. He has a, uh, he's, first of all, he's a very good dog trainer, but uh, he also has these, this series of YouTube videos where, Let's just say and uh, Bigfoot came and uh, maybe masturbated on his lawn. Uh, he has a frozen Bigfoot foot that he cooks and eats live in a video on YouTube, and it cures his limp. So just stuff like that, you know? And I yeah. I'm going to see – I tried to get he, – he has the kind of attitude where I don't think he's going to come on, but, you know. You know, and I was gonna like. Uh, I think you've seen this guy though. He's the guy that that woman. I don't know how I could have missed him. Really? Yeah, you you sent me a video of him before. The woman took a dump on the street, and he was just like, "Can you believe this shit?" Like he's just screaming <laughs> at this woman, and it was. And I was thinking, like, you know, for my, you know, if I could get them, like Doctor uh, right. Winty uh, Painting, who uh, wrote uh, Aberration in the Heartland of the Real, which was the book on Timothy McVeigh. It's like one of the best uh books on timothy mcveigh and the oklahoma city bombing that's kind of what i was thinking <laughs> so, so you want to you just want like so, somewhere in between like yeah so you want like depressing stuff and i'm bringing well real hard-hitting factual <laughs> journalism yeah 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 okay. yeah i got you uh so i think i think that's what makes us great you know <laughs> right right just somewhere in between that yeah 
uh, which um, I think she's about. I think she's. I think they've already done it, but she's done a um, that podcast. What's it called? Program to Chill. I have look. I have no problem promoting other people's podcasts. No, none whatsoever. Yeah, I think we've done it multiple times on this podcast. Yeah, and I think she's done like I think she took a break there from actually doing any sort of interview or interviews because so I think she did one or two with Ed Opperman. You know Ed Opperman's uh, podcast. I've I've heard of him. I don't know. I haven't listened to it or anything. But I think that's like five or six or seven years ago, so she hadn't done one in a long time. And um, so I think she did Program to Chill, that podcast. And uh, it seemed like, from what she was saying on Twitter, like, I don't know, 20 hours of interviewing or something like that. Like, she prepped for it, you know. Follow her on Twitter. And, of course, you know, a lot of those people... Talk about those threads. We've mentioned the threads. People, you know, into parapolitics and things like that. Yeah. We'll sort of, uh, you know, post threads, lots of useful information. That thing about Timothy McVeigh was that he was more than likely, uh, and sort of summarize what was going on there, he was basically like an FBI stooge. Yeah. Yeah. At the very least, they think it could have been FBI or some, you know, alphabet agency was kind of uh, controlling him. I like to say he did it on his own and he just, b- 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 he just right. kind of put this together and uh, he was pissed off. Another lone nut. That bullshit. <laughs> yeah. They like to, you know, and it works. They do it every time, right? They always sell that one to us. He's just a lone nut. He's crazy. He just wanted to blow up, you know, because of Ruby Ridge and Waco. He was mad. Yeah. It's uh, mostly nonsense. Anybody ever get any answers on the whole Las Vegas shooting? Everybody get any? No, nothing. Just a guy. Got what seventy five. Stephen Paddock. Yeah. 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 It's weird, isn't it? A little it strange. What do you What do you think happened there? I don't know. I guess he was. I don't even know if that was the guy that actually did it. Do we even know that was actually him? No. I mean, yeah. Could have been some other op, man. It's an operation. Well, what's the end game for that one? To keep striking fear That's it. into the populace. That's it. And to also sort of push forward like new legislation that sort of constricts and, you know, and okay. brings the walls in on the so we start surfs f- a little tighter. And start fighting about that rather than paying attention to this. Well, who knows? Who knows what the ultimate end game motivation is for some of these operations? People like that, you know, that situation, you just... Are they really? Do people really believe that was just some dude who just snuck in all these weapons and was crazy and started shooting up? You know, you don't believe that. And I, no, no, no. Of course not. Okay. That's nonsense. Okay. And then, like, did you watch the press conference that they gave? And they were like, "Yeah, he was just a crazy. He was just a nut, and and that's it. That's all we got. FBI didn't find anything. So, see y'all later. Bye. That's crap. That's nonsense. <laughs> all right. Timothy McVeigh." I don't even know, really. I think she was kind of alluding one of the podcasts that uh, Cindy gave. She was, or uh, Wendy, was like wondering if he was actually even executed. She was like, I don't even know if he was, you know. Was he? I, I don't know. Was he a FBI? Was he an act like an agent of some kind? Or, you know. Yeah. This is the type of stuff I would like to get people on to talk about. Because okay. this is, um, well, this is, this is a person that's done like a lot of research. 
and gone through like lots of paperwork right. and documents right. and interviews and stuff like that. Interviewed all all kinds of people that were involved in the situation. You know, I'd like to get our little baby podcast to that point. Grown up a little bit. Eh, occasionally. Okay. You know. All right. Art all Bell, right. Coast to Coast. There's a couple of podcasts. They kind of just went in and out of these things they every did. once in a while. They did. They did. They because were all over the place. It's too depressing. You don't want to think all in 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 constantly be in that world all the time. Right. I don't want to be. You know, I got my shit with time travel, man. I got my weird shit. That's true. That's true. You can't you can't constantly be doing this stuff. Or uh you know, like uh some of the other uh authors that uh yeah, just people that do any sort of I, w- I would like to. I would like to send you know some messages and and get get some of these authors on there. But again, being that we're a, a baby podcast, I I don't know that they're going to want to do them. Might be part of the charm for them though. To do a little shit. Two pod- two little yokels talking about <laughs> God knows what, asking stupid questions. Yeah, and it would help probably to have read his or her book. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, before we actually interviewed any one of these people. And I think, well, like in the case of uh, Whitney Webb's book, it's a thousand pages, and I think uh, Aberration, I think that's pretty close to it as well. And so that's another book that uh, has just come out recently. It's actually two books. She had to have two volumes made to her book. It's called Aberrations. Uh, well, that's Wendy Painting's book is Aberration oh, okay. in the Heartland of the Real. The other one is um, Whitney Webb's book. And the name escapes me right now. You're a big fan of this gal. Yeah, yeah. She's, uh, well, there's not many people that report on the intelligence community and organized crime. Yeah. For obvious reasons. You know. Well. Uh, one Nation Under Blackmail. There's two volumes, volume one okay. and volume two. Okay. It goes back, I think, to, I believe she said the 40s, talking about the OSS becoming the CIA and their connections with organized crime and stuff like that. That's a direction I would be interested in going. Right. Just to let our listeners know for future reference. Right. Yeah. See, that's what I think that's that's the beauty. We're trying to cover everything. I want to cover everything. And there we go. You know? You know I gotta I gotta like the odd couple here. Big appetite for knowledge. <laughs> All right. There we go. That should be the the tagline for we should make a new intro, perhaps, and that that's going to be yours. I'm going to I'm going to save that. I thought it was peek not through a keyhole, lest ye be terribly vexed. Well, that too. That's great. Did you just come up with that? No, it's okay. uh, I found it somewhere, but then I added our name to it, so it's right. on our Instagram in case anybody wanted. To I love it. Read that line, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the one I just said just now. It's good stuff. It sounds. You know, Twainy or something like that. Yeah. So, so that sort of falls into the realm of ah, maybe the next 20 episodes. Maybe I get up some. Uh, what do you got going on? Over Sorry. There? There's a timer going off there. My laundry's dry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, you know, I, I wonder like uh, when, you, when people are talking about organized crime. So like, you know. Uh, go back into the 90s. 2004, I think, is when Gary Webb, just briefly here, I'm just briefly taking yeah. a little sidetrack here. Yeah. I was taking a little exit off the 
the off ramp here for just a sec. Gary Webb, you know, supposedly commits suicide in I think like 2004. He wrote his book Dark Alliance or his articles that ultimately became a book. It came out in the 90s. And he was kicked out of his newspaper. You know, they sent the like the LA what is the LA paper, LA Times. Mm-hmm a team of people to discredit him and stuff like that ultimately ruined his career. Right. So there was that whole situation. Now, did he kill himself? People some say yes. Some say no. He shot himself in the head twice. Okay. Which some people are like, okay, so obviously he was murdered, but supposedly he shot himself in the cheek Yeah. and then he survived that. And then, you know, was able to get one off in the head. Anyway, point is now it just seems like a lot of this stuff is just academic and people can just talk about it like it doesn't no, the crime uh, with the establishment the agencies the governments it's so out in the open that it doesn't matter anymore right if a journalist if an independent no they don't give a shit mm-hmm. everything's such everything is so muddied the water is so muddied and nobody cares you can sort of just now freely where I'm going with this, it seems like it's like a so almost like a new era of conspiracy, where you have like Tucker Carlson talking about like Jolly West and shit the yeah. other day. Did you see that by no, chance? No, but I know the kind of stuff you're talking with him, especially. Yeah, you know he's supposed to be of the corporate media. He's supposed to be the one that's like really, you know dishing out the goods. I mean, it's true. Yeah. Nobody ever on television has ever mentioned the name. Dr. Jolly West. Okay, so if you've read the Chaos book about Charles Manson, mm-hmm. Jolly West was the uh, psychiatrist or whatever, the shrink he was seeing in San Francisco. He was an MK Ultra doctor, okay? Sidney oh Gottlieb, MK Ultra, CIA. This was at the peak of like the anti war movement and stuff like that in the 60s. You know, the book Chaos goes into talking about, like, Charles Manson getting arrested and getting released all the time and then just happens to be seeing an MK Ultra doctor at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's a little suspicious, right? Oh, yeah. But so, like, uh, and I think uh, Tucker Carlson's dad, Dick Carlson, had some strange ties to... I'm not exactly sure what that is, uh, what they are right this second, because I was just reading briefly about him, but he's not... I mean, you have to wonder their motivations, right? So Mm -hmm. somebody that's with a major corporation like Fox News or whatever, it's, you know, I've mentioned the term limited hangout before. Yeah. That's probably kind of, I don't know if you could label this as a limited hangout, but it's like they're controlling the narrative kind of a situation. You know, he's making good money. We're not making shit off this, so. Well, you're not. What? Nothing. (laughs) All right. I'm just joking with you. Got some money rolling in. Yeah, the Patreon account. <laughs> what? <laughs> we have a Patreon? Yeah, man. Dang it. Anyway, you just, you know, I would uh, advise people against, uh, you know, even if they're like listening to us, and we don't have any real motivation to to be dishonest in our uh, approach to this information, to sharing uh, what we know. That's true. But somebody who's, uh, you know, working for Fox News, no matter how real they seem to you, eh, yeah, you know. But that is pretty wild. He was even somebody like on MSNBC. 
that was talking about some of this stuff. I guess that had to do with the JFK file dump that's uh yeah they just did you yeah. passed what three four days or whatever yeah and uh they were talking about well the conspiracy theorists maybe maybe they're right and they're bringing up shit that's like you know people have known for decades so you're wondering like that's what i'm saying it's like it's all academic now it doesn't even really matter you know that people can talk about this stuff it used to be you know Danny Casalero, the octopus, you know, when all that stuff was going down with the Promise software and he yep. was murdered and, uh, excuse me, suicided yep. In, yep. in West Virginia in like 91 or whatever. It's an interesting one. It's a very interesting that one. That one I did because we were going to do an episode on that. So I looked into that stuff. and Yeah, that was, you know, crazy. Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell's father, Robert Maxwell. He was killed like within the same same year, within a few months of Danny Casalero. He was involved in all that the selling yeah. of that software that yeah. had like a back door. Yep. Yep. And it was, you know, it was being sold all over the world to governments or whatever. So, you know, they're not, it doesn't seem like they're really, I mean, Michael, what was his name? Michael Hastings, the one that had the Mercedes. How many years ago was that? He ran his Man. tree, he ran his car yeah. into a tree and died. I mean, he had done like a big report on like one of the generals or something like that. So that's, you know, who knows? They were theorizing that somehow, you know, his car got uh, hacked and they ran his car into a tree. Right, right. I think his name was Michael Hastings, right? I'm not, I'm not sure. Anyway. Yeah. So it just seems like, uh, you know, there's a lot of independent journalists. People are, you know, talking about all this shit and nobody, nobody cares. I know. At least I hope they don't care. It's just so you we're know, the first ones to go into the ca- into the re-education camps later. Me and you, yeah, because we're you and I. I mean, fucking, we're in it. We're in it deep. I'd be down for that. It'd be all right if something somebody came after us. They had a we should spill to. the beans on something. Do we have anything? I got. It's nothing to do with what you're talking about, but I think I have the inside scoop about a story. That hasn't happened yet, but it's about to. I'm intrigued. Are you familiar with the SNL cast member Chris Red? No. He's a guy, he's on SNL, he's a cast member, and he got attacked one night in New York City. Word on the street is, and I can't reveal my sources, but somebody in the improv comedy business told me that Kenan Thompson hired that man that beat the hell out of Chris Red because Chris Red's fooling around with his wife or his ex-wife or something. So keep your eyes and ears open for that story to break very soon. Beloved SNL cast member Keenan Thompson. You might know him from Keenan and Kel back on the Nickelodeon days. Good Burger. Oh. There you go. Okay. Uh, he hired oh. a guy to beat the hell of another guy. Huh. So, how did you hear about this? I, you, you know, can't divulge your. I can't sources? divulge. I got. I know people that are in the Second City world and comedy oh, world. Okay, and those okay. people know people. Okay, and, you know. Okay, <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. Okay, here. yeah. All right, but to keep your keep your ears open as. Patrick Bateman once said. You're you're saying this is a story that could be popping off pretty quick. Yeah. 
Yep. And remember, you heard it here first, folks. Yeah, yeah. I guess first, right? Yeah. Well, it depends on when you're listening to this, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Five years from the date of... <laughs> when it's old news, you'll know this is an old episode. Yeah. So. Well, that's interesting. Yep. That, yep. that falls in the category of sort of entertainment. Entertainment news. Entertainment news, entertainment, yeah. yeah. Entertainment conspiracy. Hmm. So... Sweet. Yeah, it has nothing to do with what you were talking about, but it's some it's a scoop. It's hard to segue from one thing to the next in an episode like this. It is. Where it's like a little podcast free day for us because uh, you know, just been so scattered here the past few months. It's so, it's been very difficult to like focus on one topic. Yeah. And yeah. we just kind of, you know, at 20, we just wanted to, you know, have a little free day and talk about some different things. Yeah, Rambler. What was our last episode? Our last Dennis, one? Dennis Martin, the FBI, the latest FBI file. Yeah, f- yeah first of right. like November, right? So yeah. it's been, yeah. geez, that's almost two months too. Yeah, and the one with Jeff and Nathan, that was kind of a Rambler too, but that was more just to get other people's viewpoints Opinions. on things. Yeah. Which we'll continue to do that as well. Yeah. Because I fun. like that. It was fun. You don't know where it's going to go. We didn't really, we, there was no plan. We didn't have anything real specific topic to, yeah. so, and you don't know what people are going to say. You don't know what's, yep. it's like open lines. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. Oh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah. What about that? What about the uh, JFK document? Did you look through any of those? Just what you sent me. Like I said, I, you know, I'm not. Can we? Post a link to that, you think? Oh, yeah, definitely. For, uh, look at all these notes you're writing. You know, I'm sick and tired of when I write these descriptions and I am trying to think, what the hell did we talk about? Because we don't remember. Now I'm just, I got a whole, now I got them right here. I'm just starting to jot them down and links and description notes. I'm, Pen and paper, you just can't go wrong. You know? Yeah. Well, I will post a link to the, um, I think there was something like, 13,251 individual PDFs. Yeah, and I was telling you, like, I think for the next episode, we're just going to read those word for word. <laughs> Every one of them. So. And, like, and like people said, and we, okay, so here's a little discussion we had in regards to, in case you, in case you, our beloved listeners, are just waking up, because some people are, Justin, they're just waking up. They're just like today, something's not right, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, if that's you, and you want to start getting into this depressing ass world of, uh, well, this specifically, real life, uh, you know, government related shenanigans and whatever, mm-hmm. and you're gonna start looking. For, there's no one document. You're not gonna find the one that says. Even though that was basically kind of what happened with COINTELPRO, of course people broke in. That was not a that was not a FOIA release. That wasn't a document released by the government, so nothing was redacted. That's probably one of the only times that that was the case, where it was like, "Holy shit!" and they just read it right out. You yeah. know, COINTELPRO being the uh, operation to subvert any sort of civil liberties groups. Um, you know, this is when they would infiltrate a group, and then they would, you know create internal strife and then eventually they could you know dismantle it um get somebody as an inside like an informant you know Mm -hmm. maybe commit a crime and then they could bust up whoever 
Because they don't want people doing stuff, organizing and, uh, you know, complaining. Can't have that. Can't have that kind nope. of stuff happening. Nope. Because uh, then people would come together and they would try right to now. stop. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Whatever it is there. But uh, for the most part, like when you get a document release like this, you can't expect to find much in it for the most part. What you do... And what takes decades upon decades upon decades is you find bits and pieces. So, like, for example, I think one of the things I saw with the JFK document release was, uh, you know who Ruth Payne is? No. She was a lady that was friends with Marina Oswald and Lee Harvey Oswald. She's still alive, I think. She's like 90-something, 90. Anyway, uh, people have theorized for decades that she was some sort of a... CIA or FBI plant, right? Yeah. She was put with them. Her and her husband were put with the Oswalds to keep track of them. Maybe to use a more current word, groom them or to uh, just keep tabs. A source, if you will. Right. People theorized for years that she was some sort of a CIA or whatever. Asset. off, Not an officer, but just an asset. Somebody that was... And by God, what's one thing you find out from all these documents too is lots of people are damn working for the cia mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah and so, but i think they found her father's name because her her maiden name was hyde ruth hyde yeah h-y-d-e and i think they found her father's name he had some sort of association with the cia see now Jeez. that little tidbit of information in you know thousands of pages that somebody happened to stumble across or was doing some sort of a word search, and they found it, that's an important piece of information. Now, does it directly tell you that she was a CIA uh, agent or an asset of some kind? No, it doesn't. It leads you in that direction. Right. When you get so many of these little clues over decades, you know, it's been, you know, six decades now since he was, uh, you know, shot, murdered, assassinated in a public display everyone never forget uh it tends to sort of give you the grander picture of what's happening so that's really what you're looking for people are looking for names of people who had associations with other people uh like i saw a couple of things like what was that one did i send you operation lp coin i don't even know what that was i've never seen that before sent it to me yeah Yeah, so that's yeah who knows what that is? Right. Who knows what that was? Right. I you know, I tried to do a little search myself. I couldn't find anything. But who knows what the fuck that was that was taking place? And yeah, it's um, a very uh, LP coin. It's like MK Ultra. Like if yeah. you didn't know what MK Ultra was, and you just saw, say it in in paperwork, it said Operation MK Ultra or something. Yeah. You would have no clue what that means. Yeah, but I mean that one has some oomph behind. That sounds cool. MK Ultra. This is LP coin. Well, you know, some of them do have kind of goofy names. I know. I know. I asked, well, maybe one person on Twitter, but I didn't get a response. Somebody that does these threads, of course, they have like thousands and thousands of followers, so I didn't expect like a response, but I was just asking basically if that LP coin had sort of like, if it rang any bells, if they'd seen it anywhere, somebody that was more knowledgeable than myself. Because again, I could go through all these documents and see a bunch of names and, uh, a, a huge answer could be right in front of me. You know, yeah, once yeah. they released these things, people were pouring over them 
like crazy. You know, I was sending you a couple of things there, mm-hmm. but there's whole message forums where people are just, uh, you know, sucking these things down. You know, and I just popped around a couple of times. Like I told you that night, I was looking for some stuff on Garrison, Clay Shaw. Uh, found a few. But again, there's lots of names in there. People look for businesses. That's always important. CIA yeah, runs front yeah. companies. If you see a name of a front company that was a known CIA front company and such and such was working there, that's another fucking dot you can connect. Yep. So that's important yep. shit. And uh, sometimes they miss redactions too. You know, sometimes things are missed. Like I think somebody posted something where all these agents' uh, uh, social security numbers were not redacted. Jeez, that is awesome. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that was one of the things that I saw. That, that was, was on with this latest thing, this latest, latest JFK. Yeah, yeah, and then also, um, and I'm going to try and find this here because I was just looking at this as well. But again, while you're doing that, this this goes back to my. I bring this up every time there we talk about file dumps or whatever, FOIA releases. What's stopping them from not releasing what they don't really want you to know? You know what I mean? Right. That's I don't, that's just what gets me every time. Sorry, it's I'm like, looking for this they, one paragraph I wanted to read real quick because yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, to answer your question, uh, that's what I'm saying. It's like to back to my point earlier, just sec- you know, a second ago when I say it's all academic. Do they really give a shit if anybody knows now? That's basically yeah. what I'm saying. Do they even care? If yeah. you know that everything they're doing is illegal and that they've been doing it for decades and you're right. not going to fucking stop them. I mean, it's just what can you do at this? It's like, yeah. Yeah. And you, we know the connections between organized crime. We know the connections between them and intelligence agencies and the intelligence agencies are all working together or at least certain ones are working together, together, CIA, Mossad. I always worry about these crazy connections between them and yeah. Saudi Arabia. Um, the Mossad. That's a, that's, that's a kick-ass name. Right. It sounds deadly and good. Have I mentioned the Levon affair on here before? Yep, yep. That was one that they ran back in the 50s, I think. And this is just to give you an example of things that they'll pull that was like, you know, oh, we're going to blow up some shit and we're going to blame it on somebody else. That's what they were doing. So this was going to be a situation where Israel, Mossad, and whatever other you know, shadowy groups, mercenaries. We're going to go in, blow up some storefronts, you know, blow yeah. up some cars, blame Egypt for it so they could start a war. Yeah, there you go. Since that was the same, USS Liberty was the same deal, which I think I've mentioned that before too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're not familiar with the USS Liberty, that was, uh, you know, Israel, our ally, attacking one of our naval intelligence ships. And, uh, you know, trying to sink it this was during the six-day war 1967 i believe it was and uh they weren't able to do it the guys were you know used their ingenuity and were able to get out like an sos and uh even though they tried they tried real hard they hit them with torpedoes and they came in with helicopters and fighter jets they strafed them killed a number of american sailors Again, the objective of that was to sink the ship and get us pulled into the six-day war with Egypt. Anyway, real quick, another example of that. Do this it. was from those documents, and I think I sent this one to you. I'm just going to read the 
little paragraph. These here. are the JFK documents. JFK documents. Right. This was just one I randomly grabbed and started looking at. Okay. It's just to further illustrate this very same point. So okay. it kind of ties into it. All right. So um so we got some redaction here, and then it says Mr. Bundy said that he had no worries about any such sabotage which could clearly be made to appear as the result of local Cuban disaffection or of a natural disaster, but that we must avoid external activities such as redacted, redacted, redacted. So the point of this was, this had to do with Cuba, that we're going to use some of the Cuban, uh, what were they called? This is what they were training the Cubans after the Bay of Pigs situation mm -hmm. was going on with, you know, and all, they were trying to get Castro, right? But so they were going to do a, basically another Levon affair. They pull the same tricks over and over and over again, right? But this was basically sabotage, make it look like Cuban disaffection or a natural disaster. And this document's in there a couple of times. And at one point, Cuban disaffection is left in and natural disaster is redacted. But the other one is not redacted. Right. So it's, <laughs> so yeah. They want to let you know. Or they forgot to redact the yeah, fact that yeah, they're yeah, trying yeah. to make sabotage, whatever sort of terrorist activity they're doing, look like a natural fucking disaster. Right, right. So you see how that's important now? Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. I that mean, speaks volumes about what these uh, maniacs are doing. That's why I say we're ruled by madmen. This is what they're doing. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> if you could drop that mic, that would have been a perfect If plan. I could have dropped the mic, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, that's, man. I again, mean, that's just me just randomly picking one document out of thousands, just and I just happen to see that. Yeah. Because I'll get a fucking six-pack of PBR for these things and sit down and read and read and read. Pacifico. Either or. Okay. PBR, Pacifico, Modelo. Uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Especially now. All I have. It's all I have now, <laughs> Justin. <laughs> Don't say that. Since my you got boy's this. gone. You got me. We got this. We're still we're doing this. This is part of that. That's true. I guess that is true. It's show prep. So we'll post a link to those documents, and you can go and start digging through them yourself and see if you find it and share that shit with us. You know, yeah. Well, Where at? Terribly vexed podcast at gmail .com. There you go. I don't know. You could email us, and because we like to talk to people. Yeah, we do. I saw you. We can you. have a little exchange there. Yeah, we responded. You did. I saw. We'll give credit to you too. We're not going to take credit. I don't have. I have no reason to take credit for your yeah. efforts if you're spending time reading this bullshit like we are. Yep. That's why you should always comment it on YouTube. Perhaps public. No credit to be stolen there. No stolen valor. That's one place. There's a couple. Yeah, you know. So yeah. Anyway. I think that kind of covers that. I feel good about it so far. I've kind of been going down my checklist of stuff. How you doing? I'm great, man. I mean, literally all I have left in my notes is a couple more fun cancer facts, but we don't we don't, don't want to keep going back to cancer. I think we're done talking about cancer, are we not? Probably so. Yeah. It's a bastard. Yeah. We're going to get it. Well, more than likely. I mean, you already talked about getting your prostate taken out next Yanked couple out, yeah. of years, I guess, right? Yeah. I think I'm just going to go with it if I get it. I'm not going to... It. I mean... I'm just, I think I'm just going to go with it. 
<laughs> just go not with the removal, with the cancer. Yeah, just see no. where see where it takes me. Okay. Yeah. You'd be running this show by yourself, man. There you go. I mean, you could do like your own uh, tests on yourself, experiments. We can docu- document your fall or rise, <laughs> depending on how they go. Uh, yeah, probably going to be a be hanging out with Jackie there pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I mean, this does it. Just goes back to my the experiments that you could do on your. Have they really tried it all? I don't believe they have. Uh, the, the fucking cure is somewhere. Well, I do have a note about that. That is kind of interesting for real. If you want, it's not, this isn't really a fun fact. This is just a fact. Hit me with it. Uh, naked mole rats, blind mole rats, elephants, and bowhead whales are immune to cancer, right? Because they have a lot of, a lot of hyaluronic acid, which is the fluid in your, in the joints. And they say that that, uh, kills cancer is what. Yeah, inhibits cancer growth. Inhibits cancer growth. Okay, I guess it not kills cancer, but... Yeah, just stops pre- it from pre- the start, I guess. Prevents it from happening. Yep. I don't know. It's it's so frustrating. Yeah, it's a high molecular mass polysaccharide found in the extracellular matrix, especially of the soft connective tissues of the joints and ligaments. This is one of your fun facts? This is just a fact. Okay. Yeah. Why do I keep calling them fun facts? Well, because uh, a lot of them were. Okay. That's why. I mean, they're, they were just fun. So gotcha. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it was first discovered in in, an, in, an, in a bovine's eye in 1934. So they they've had this substance they've known about since 1934, and they know these animals have a lot of it, and they don't get cancer. Huh? And yet we're still sitting here getting cancer. Can you not make get that in pill form supplements? <laughs> you know, I don't know a lot of things like that. You know, like crocodile, their teeth, they re- just regrow. We we got we got shafted by a lot of different, other than our brain, we Gen- got... Genetically speaking? We really, yeah. We suck. Pretty frail. Yeah. Teeth are constantly a problem. Spines suck. Backs, you mean? Yeah. Our, the whole back situation? Yeah, it's, it's always, God... No matter you sit in an office, it hurts. Your your lumberjack, it hurts. There's it, no there's no good way to have a back without it at some point going. Oh God, yeah. Doing this, my back's hurting. <laughs> Sitting. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I got a broken tooth. Ow. See. That's <laughs> my ass. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. That's it, I don't know. You just you never hear. Yeah, it's like we're pretty frail. Yeah. Yeah. But you got these these mole rats, elephants, and whales that they don't get they don't get cancer, huh? So I would like to well, only bowhead whales though. That's what it was very specific about that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So I don't know. Yeah, it's just you know something to think about. Something to think about. Yeah, hyaluronic acid. Have to uh, get some of that. <laughs> yeah. Start. Uh, Drinking it daily, Just mega dosing, on like it. fish oil. Yep, yep. You'd think that would be a thing, but I guess not. I mean, yes, yeah, so that's really all I got on my notes here. And the cancer thing rolled around with Jackie, and of course, I was talking about it with everybody. It seems like everybody's, uh, you know, people I talk to, work, you know, friends, family, this, that, and the other. 
everybody seems to be on the general consensus that the cure exists. Yeah. We're just, the peasants don't, aren't allowed to have it. I don't know, because even, you know, Steve Jobs died from it. A lot of... Was that cancer he died from? Uh, oh, yeah, but he also didn't do medicine, right? He didn't want to take aspirin. Well, who knows? <laughs> That's true. I'm just throwing it out there. That's I don't true. know. You're right. You're right. Maybe he's still alive. Maybe that was just his... He is Elon Musk. His exit. Yeah. Yeah. He just wanted out. No, I don't know. I don't know. I I just, you know, it's it's just... What other medical technology are we still really utilizing that's 50 60 70 years old you know like chemotherapy is just as an example like you know and why the hell i do even waste time with x-rays them fucking things are over 100 years old it don't tell you shit you can't see anything from it's like a waste of time cancer wise yeah cancer wise you know unless something you know the cancers of a certain you know size or whatever they can't see it so it's like i don't know let's just stick let's keep the x-rays with bones that's about all they're good for really something large yeah was there anything else you would like to discuss what so i don't know i kind of wanted to like i didn't really have anything prepared for it but um did you watch or have you watched any of Graham Hancock's newest series? Unfortunately, no. I have not. Do you have Netflix? Yeah, of course. It's like eight I parts I say or of course, like but you don't have Netflix. Right, like everybody has That's it. That's ridiculous. That's a ridiculous I thing. don't want it. I don't want nothing to do with it. I do now because he did the show. Yeah. Uh, to our listeners, which, you know, if you're, if you're an archaeologist or an anthropologist and you're... Uh, you know, in the academic world, which I don't know why you'd be listening to this podcast, but if you were, yes, I'm I'm a fan. I guess I could say we're a fan mm-hmm. of Graham Hancock's work. So you're a larger fan, for sure. Well, yeah, you know. You, should, you, know, you met him. I met him. He hugged me. I hugged him. Gay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get us in trouble Not that now. there's anything wrong with that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. His uh, wife, Santa. She took pictures with my camera. She used my camera. Wow. That's awesome. She's like, uh, she's British, you know. Yeah. She, uh, so I was standing there. She was like, would you like me to take your camera and pop off a few pictures? <laughs> and I said, absolutely. Yeah. So she took the pictures of us. Did you say cheerio when you left? I don't think so. Damn. I should have. Yeah. I was kind of frozen in fear. I bet. Uh, you know. Is that your biggest celebrity in your world meet that you ever uh, it's just really cool because i grew up watching his documentaries it's funny because people are complaining about this shit now his series on netflix he's been doing this shit for over 30 years i know yeah it's and his old documentaries are awesome maybe i can send you a link you can post one one of his early ones like in the early 90s or late 80s yeah it's a really good one uh we'll post a link to it in our show notes or whatever but um yeah, he's been doing this stuff for 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 a long time. And you know, I you know, I love the guy. I don't think he's really proposing anything too too outrageous. I think most people I don't know why people are mad. How can you possibly be upset by it? I don't get why people are the annoyed. archaeological yeah, community. Right. Why they're so and they are. 
I know. I thought that was kind of a maybe, perhaps, you know, much as I love the dude, he talks about it a lot. Like on the Joe Rogan episodes that he yeah. does in his podcast. That yeah. little po- I don't know if anybody's ever heard of that podcast or not, but it's Joe Rogan. He's a yeah, he's anyway, got a guy from News Radio. I don't. Yeah. I've watched it. I don't know if anybody else does. Yeah, it's just yeah. Anyway, uh, so like he talks about that a lot, and he had one episode where he had Shermer on there, who's Skeptic Magazine or some shit like that, and uh, you know. I understand why the academic world they have to have a lot of criteria for, you know, peer reviewed papers and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But it's it's just fun to think about one and two there have been many lost civilizations, mm-hmm. cities, towns that have been rediscovered. They were lost for centuries. Yeah. You know, if yeah. not millennia, I think Troy was one of the more popular ones that people point to. Troy was supposed to be a uh, a city or a, a a civilization of myth and legend, right? And they found it. What's believed to be Troy, right? Right. So he's a uh, Graham Hancock. He's a big uh, Atlantis guy, right? Doesn't you're he? fucking right. He is. Yeah. And I don't see what's wrong with that. You know, like you said, what's wrong with it? I know. They're calling him racist and all kinds of shit now. You know, that word is getting thrown around a lot. Racist does. What else does? Woke, I think, is being used a lot more than it needs to be now. Yeah. Groomed. Groomed. I used it once earlier. You did. There's a lot of terms. To use that term so that people would know what it is. Right. That's why I was using it, so people would know. I just just think we're starting to throw stuff out all willy-nilly, like... And it's, it's a, lot of it, a lot of it's not really as bad as it's it's coming across. Homogenized. Right? It's like you can like it's key words we're almost being fed ourselves through social media. Right. Right. Like we're being fucking programmed. Mm-hmm. You know, if yeah. you were to you know think that that's actually happening that we're being programmed, you know, with your TikToks and all this shit, I right, think I would right. say you're right. I would agree with you, sir. Yeah. That, uh, you know, I think we are. Yeah. And then it's like picking up, uh, speaking of really social media in general, I guess. I have my boss, his wife does, she's a chiropractor. She does it on horses too, right? Which I didn't know that was a thing. We were just chit chatting about it one day at work. Next thing you know, I'm on reels, on the old turlet, scrolling through reels, horse chiropractic videos. I was listening to you. Yep. Yep. They're always it's listening. It's just crazy, which I think going back to Jeff Maynard, just assumed that that happened as soon as you got a phone in your pocket, which is fine. But it's just weird. But I think I've I read that it feeds off other phones. Like what's nearby, it just starts. Oh, I got to hit the mic. Communicate with one another. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy. Unbeknownst to us. Right. They're just doing it. Yep. Yep. So like, it's like you know, when you get a new app on your iPhone and it says, ask app not to track i'll ask it it doesn't have to agree <laughs> though it's just yeah 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 please don't okay yeah but, sure i won't yeah Go ahead. going yeah. to anyway yeah i mean that's the point of of all that which it's you know. it's it's compiling information there's there's all that stuff about compiling information when anything's like and obviously people have to pay for their phones and everything and you have to pay for all this stuff or whatever but uh you know when things are just 
shoved down your throat, I guess, when you're just force-fed all this stuff. And everybody's using it, and you have to be part of this. You know, it's all about collecting data. They're collecting data on the peasants. Yeah. And that can all be used against you. I mean, it could be as innocuous innocuous as, like, um, you know, just marketing to people and selling them crap. Or it could be have more nefarious purposes. Yeah. Probably centered around control to some degree. You know, almost like blackmail. You know what I mean? Well, let's talk about racist. Sorry. (laughs) You groomer. You're not woke enough. (laughs) Right. Yeah, so anyway, that is crazy about, you know, that they've, and I don't have those, the paper handy, but there was one archaeological, I guess it's like the main archaeological organization or something like that. They produce a lot of their publications. They had a whole list of things. They wrote a letter to Netflix. Did you see that? Did I send you that? Yeah. Yeah, you did. And it, I mean, every kind of thing in the world, you wouldn't even like, how are they connecting these dots and putting this stuff yeah. on him? He's been doing this stuff for <laughs> 30 like, years. Yeah. Racist was crazy. just one of the things, but like, yeah. and then it had to do with like, um, one of the other things was perpetuating the myth, which he has never, I've read, you know, several of his books. He's never attributed any particular race to Atlanteans or to Atlantis. Never at any point. Right. Quetzalcoatl, I don't know if that was one of the myths of like this guy that showed up in South America and one of the civilizations, the Aztec or the Maya or something like that. It was supposed to have been, I think he's talked about him as being described as being pale skin or fair skin and with a beard. Okay, so mm-hmm. I don't think beards were common in south america okay right it, it anyway point being i think that's the only time he's really attributed any sort of characteristics right, to a particular right. person showing up and this person was to supposed to have shown up which was why like cortez or whoever it was that one of the conquistadors that eventually showed up they thought he was him which is how that sort of tied in yeah they thought he was this mythical character ultimately he killed them all Right, right, right. And the conquistadors started blasting through, you know, South America looking for gold. But like, yeah, uh, you know, that whole thing was the only time I've ever read or seen where he was talking about the physical characteristics of whatever. When he's comparing stuff or trying to connect dots for Atlantis, it's all about what art is left behind. You know, yeah. just recently there's been like some DNA stuff he's been working in, but like you know, go Beckley Tepe, stuff like that. A lot of the things that they've designed in in their megaliths in their structures, they resemble things that are in other parts of the world. Yeah. Why did everybody build pyramids? I heard one archaeologist talking about an interview. Well, at the time with the technology, that was just the type of structure you could build. That was the best way to build a large structure. It was a pyramid, and I get that. Yeah. But still, why did they do it? They didn't have to do it. Even the earth mounds in North America, you know, like in Cahokia, you know, near yeah. St. Louis. Yeah. Why did they all still feel the need to build pyramids? Aliens. Obviously, it was aliens. Right. On that note, I'm out of here. See ya. Yeah. No. Graham I Hancock, by the way, for anybody that's never heard of him, which I'm sure it's not many people, he's not an aliens guy. No? He's not an aliens guy. No, and that's that's a shame because I think he would you really. Are. <laughs> you absolutely are. I like the idea of it. 
that aliens visited us and then bestowed this knowledge upon us. Perhaps that. I like the idea that they created us. This We're a little experiment of theirs. I like some uh, Prometheus. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I just I just enjoy it. I enjoy it. I, I like the idea that there's more. It's comforting to you to think. just what we made for ourselves. We got this whole <laughs> rock, and we look at what we've done with ourselves. But you're not like an Atlantis guy, though, right? I like the idea of that, too. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I mean, do I believe it? Do you believe it? I'm, I got the Mulder syndrome. I want to believe so bad in everything. But I'm very skeptical, which I think you have to be. Because then when you say you're not, when something really gets you, you're like, oh, this this is really something. And see, with the alien thing, I am very skeptical on the alien side of yeah. looking at these theories. Right. Okay, right. And and when when Graham's this whole thing with Atlantis is just there was another civilization yeah. that dated further back. Right. So that's not very no. crazy to think not at about. All. Like they they say that this these couldn't have existed at this time period. Right. Just because I mean they see now that things are getting older and older and older and they, Graham's kind of famous, well known for wearing that shirt. You know, everything just keeps getting older and older or whatever it is, but. That's not a, a wild, it's not a crazy thought that there was this, you know, uh, ice age civilization, I guess, mm-hmm. 12,800, 13,000 years ago, civilization that was wiped out in the Atlantic, which is where I think it was. I think that Randall Carlson, his uh, colleague, I think he's correct. If it existed, if you follow what Plato said, past the pillars of hercules i guess yeah gibraltar or whatever right out in the atlantic i think that's probably where it was like near the azores i think that whole region probably sunk into the ocean probably mm-hmm. do you think it was like in a cataclysmic event or do you think it over a thousand years i think it was supposed to be from what he's saying a cataclysmic right. event which okay. would have been like some sort of a, a meteor mm-hmm hitting the earth, or no. a series of them creating a massive flood, ultimately sinking it, because it, it was described to have disappeared essentially overnight, I think. so. Okay. Yeah, well. But the, the I was kind of programmed myself. The 70s, 80s documentaries about Atlantis, yeah. the old ones, yeah. you know, the old TV series In Search Of, which I love that show. I know. I know you do. And that's an Atlantis. That's another kick-ass name atlantis mk ultra Mossad, atlantis that's what he calls it that's what plato calls it that's what they told his grandfather yeah. solon the egyptians called it atlantis you know so that's i don't know i just think there's something to it i know and it's like that whole if something you know thousands of years if everything just stopped here all of a sudden all that would be left is stone Car is going to be long gone. Car's gone. Buildings gone. Buildings, especially yeah now, it's made out of crap. Really, I mean you know metal rusts. Yep. So, hundred years, it's it's yep. out of here. Gone. Yeah. That's why you've got stone uh, pyramids left. That's the only thing that's you yep. know. Yep. Everybody used to build in stone. I know. So you know he's got some pretty uh, you know, and not to say I agree with everything that Graham Hancock says. He's got some pretty wild theories about what possible powers, perhaps ancient humans maybe had 
developed or had telepathy, things like that. I don't know if I'm there yet, uh, but uh, just to suggest that there was uh, a lost civilization is not a big deal. But like I was saying on Twitter, man, these oh yeah, they were they're frothing at the mouth coming for this guy. I've always found Twitter to be like a fair, nice, polite place. But <laughs> this really got it right all riled up. Yeah, they were just like uh, you know, and he they, he's, he he likes to post these things too, so people can see. His reviews, people, you know, well, from that, from the archaeological established community, we'll say of, you know, you know, and, and the thing is, I think to some degree they could be even like, maybe even jealous of the reach that he has, yeah. which is why they come after him. Because I, I like established what he would even agree is normal, you know, I don't think he argues the point of when the pyramids were actually built. I know he does with the Sphinx. Yeah, but like, uh, I find all that stuff fascinating. Mesopotamia, uh, the Sumerian, all these ancients—I find all that stuff fascinating. Anyway, but uh, th- with the established academic world, they don't seem to produce or get their material out where the common man like myself, the ignorant podcaster, can read mm-hmm. it. I just don't know where to go to get it. I've I've seen a couple of things on um, on uh, Twitter that a couple of archaeologists have posted and stuff, and then you they send you to a link where you have to purchase material. Right, right, yeah. Okay, so you're already okay. I can go on and Libby right now and get one of Graham Hancock's books for free, yep. and I can audio book it or I can read it for free. You yep. need to make your materials. It's like you know the Z Library being wiped out recently gone all of these materials that we don't have access to and then they want to blame us for being stupid and believe in con men you know so fuck you <laughs> it's you know yeah what was the thing they found yeah. over in china you know like the the terracotta soldiers they just found that like the yeah. fucking 70s man that was supposed to have been myth and legend it wasn't even supposed to exist then they a farmer unearths it almost the same with gebekli tepe it was like know. you know Oh, they just happened to, you know, kick a stone that was the yeah. top of a, a megalith, yeah. you know? Yeah. And they keep saying over and over again, it's not possible. Atlantis can't exist. Yeah. There's no way. And it's like, it's like that Roman floor. Remember, I, t- I was thinking I talked about that with Jeff and Nathan. It's like it's like two feet under dirt, but it's like this beautiful tile. Like, how? where were you? You're walking all over this thing. It's like right in the middle of a, of a thing, of a park. They and find like, shit all the time. How the hell do you not know that's there? They find it all the time. Yeah. I saw it was, uh, oh, I don't know what it was now, but it was some sort of an article. I think I saw it on Reddit, and it had to do with the discovery of another ancient city that they just found in Greece that's like 5,600 years old or something like that. Of course, this one's out in the, in the ocean, because I think they say what the, after the Ice Age, the Water levels rose three, four hundred feet or something like that. Yeah. So, again, it seems to be happening quite frequently. Why are they so? Why are they so full of venom? You know, when somebody has a theory like this. Yeah, I think it's, it's like because it changes everything we thought. So, which I don't see the problem with that. To me, that I, I think that it encourages to me, it too. exactly. Yeah, to me that seems like awesome. I've tried to say that a couple of times. I don't know, you know, like why not in Twitter threads where people are talking about that? If nothing else, 
Graham has probably secretly in the archaeological world brought people to this, you know, mm-hmm. to this. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, more than they would like to admit. Yeah. Because, you know, you've heard him on podcast, the way he's uh, he writes and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's a very hyperbolic style. It's very dramatic. It's beautiful. You know, even if you don't believe everything, it's stokes the mystery mm-hmm. of which, you know, there's many things we still don't know. That's true. And I love that. I love the idea of that. So, anyway, I feel good about it, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. Do you want to, uh, is there anything else you'd like to talk I about? I don't think so. I mean, it's about, you know, about two hours here now. I had a bunch of bullet points and I think I've gotten through all mine. Okay. Well, I feel pretty good about it. Let's close it down then. Let's just say we got some plans in the works. Yeah. For changes to what you're visually going to see. We're going to keep, we're going to keep working on stuff it. And, uh, we're going to keep, go, keep going. We're going to keep it going. That's what, all you need to know. So go ahead. Uh, keep listening. Reach out to us. TerryLevex.com. I'm going to give the rundown here. The usual. Do it. Always go to TerryLevex.com. You can get in touch with us there. Leave a message. It'll be great. Instagram, Terry Levex Podcast, Gmail, right? Terry Levex Podcast at gmail.com. YouTube, Terry Vexed. Maybe one day we'll start doing some video. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we were experimenting a little today with angles. Getting some crazy <laughs> Dutch angles. Yeah, yeah. It's a Dutch angle. And uh, Inside joke. Inside joke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, if you know, you know. Steven, yeah, stupid thing. Steven will know if he's listening. Yeah. If he ever... Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Yeah, thank you very much. And that's it, huh? This has been the Terry Vex Podcast. Yeah. Hey, that mumble over the Terry Vex Podcast. Take us out, man. All right. Uh, we'll see you next time, everybody. Thank you. See you.